Hello everyone. I want to talk about how we can leverage our tragedy and transcend it so that we can continue moving forward in our life. I was reading an article about a gentleman who had lost his child and this is how he is placating himself so that he can continue living. Uh, he tells himself that, hey, my son is still in Boston. Maybe he's just taking a little longer to come and meet me. Um, it's just a matter of time. I will see him. That's how he's telling himself a narrative so that he can sustain his grief. Uh, the problem with grief is happiness can has to be actively sought out. But grief and lamentation and sorrow are always readily available. You know, it is also our social contract that we just call uh, sadness a feeling whenever uh, things don't go our way. You know, we, uh, we want our parents um, to live longer. Um, we want uh, our people that we love to love us back exactly the, with the same intensity and with the same emotion that we do. Um, and, uh, you know, we also are a society that laugh at other people's misfortunes. Uh, if you don't believe me, look at the failed videos on the internet and you'll know what I mean. But jokes apart, um, look around you. You know, so sometimes the grief uh, for us and for those of us around us is so sharp that it can test the limits of our endurance. Um, and look at these first responders, frontline workers and funeral directors, all of whom are seeing so much trauma, grief, loss and death because of COVID. It's just uh, unfathomable on a daily basis. So here is how grief comes. For a child, grief might be his low grades because, you know, they're immediate and tangible. And uh, it is a realization for him that he's not um, good enough. Um, a parent's angst might come from the fact that maybe a child, uh, maybe his child is not going to live up to his full potential. Uh, you know, sometimes we are t uh, terrified about uh, the dreams that we are having and we might not be able to fulfill them. Um, an old person for him, a grief might come uh, with the ugly confrontation that his time is going to be up very soon. Or maybe the country that he has loved so much is in political and civil unrest. Um, but uh, here is one thing. There is life after grief. And this is how you can uh, continue living. So whether you choose to grieve or not, whatever has happened will not be undone. So let's remember this. First, let's acknowledge to ourselves that life is hard. Once we acknowledge that, we are bringing back some of the power back to ourselves because it is an empowering thought that life is chaotic, unpredictable and often very, very volatile. And here is what we can do next. Self-compassion. If anybody who has lost a loved one says a bad word to you or is rude to you, what do you say? You just ignore them. It's okay, they're going through some tragedy, right? Uh, that is how you can treat yourself for sometimes being, uh, you know, uh, unreasonably uh, angry or something about the current situation that you're in. Uh, next, when we are grieving, we can't breathe. So it literally chokes us. So once in a while, Let's breathe, let's pause, let's suspend that negative thought and let's pause and breathe. Remember that we have so much more to offer. Let's take one day at a time because there's so much to learn from this loss and from the present moment that we are in. You know, 
there are things going to be out of our control uh, but difficulty and challenges can be great motivators uh, because they make you question everything they make you humble and they make you more open minded that bad things can happen to good people uh, they may they can make you growth oriented you know in the end our dignity lies in getting a sense of the real deal that the loss has happened and now it is time to let go of gracefully let's not move on but let's move forward holding our grief together with us thank you good luck